Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to the Donna and Steve show on my talk, 1071, everything entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson, along with producer Don McLean. Uh, well, it's a big day. Yeah, it's a big, 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 big day. It's a big day today. I'll tell you why. Donna Valentine makes her triumphant return to the co-host chair today on live television, 3 o'clock, KSTP 5 Eyewitness News, as it's known in the industry on Twin Cities Live. She will be sitting socially distanced, six feet apart from me. And uh, that's going to be weird. For me. I don't like the idea of us being in the same space that long together just because we haven't been in a very long time. You have, when was the last time you co hosted? Was it in 2020? Did you come I in early so. 2020? I think I came in 2020. Okay, well, this is going to be really great. My sister Janie is very excited about this. I mentioned this last <laughs> night, and Janie, your number one fan, was just so pumped. I thought She's Janie so was my number one fan. Oh. She and she is, you know, and she is. <laughs> And she is. I really. You know, the truth of the matter is. Now I'm hearing that it's a lie. No, no. The truth of the matter is she always comments Mm -hmm. on how funny she thinks Dawn is. And she has what she believes is an authentic friendship with Donna. Oh. Mm. (sighs) Yeah, she texts me. You know, she'll text me over the weekend. She'll be like, oh, I'm so excited. I need to get Janie's number. Well, the problem oh, is Steve gave her number. my number. <laughs> I, and, I, and then my dad asked for your number, and you'll be happy that I said, Janie said, uh, you have to get that from Steve. <laughs> and I said, I need to know what kind of stuff you're planning on texting. That was when he wanted to tell you that no mad land sucked. Oh, that was his, yeah. his opinion. He didn't think it sucked. He thought it was a C. If we were giving it letter grades, he thought it was a C. And so you know what happens if you only kind of like a movie <laughs> and then it gets a lot of accolades? You start to dig your heels in more right. on why it doesn't deserve the critical acclaim that it's getting. So that's what was happening. There. I didn't love that movie. Well, after I watched other movies like Billie Holiday, yeah. I didn't like it as much. Right. Oh, funny. I mean, it's, to me, there were no great movies. There were a lot of great performances. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I didn't even love the Billie Holiday movie. I thought it was fine, but I thought she was amazing. Mm. Yes, Andre Day, Andre Day. Oh, she was yeah. so good. But anyway. back to the lead. Oh, yeah. Uh, Donna, how are you feeling? Where are we in terms of outfits selected for your appearance on television today? Um, I Here's what I did. Okay. I picked one thing, and I would not... Uh, falter from that because oh, you, sometimes I'll have like good. a bunch and I'll be like three different shirts and I'm like no 
Pick one thing and just wear it and take the stress off of you. I do have two different pairs of footwear that I'm going to get Graham's opinion on later. Well, can I tell you, can I encourage you? We won't see your feet. We're not going to see your feet. Great. How the show is shot today. Great. Currently, there's almost no opportunity to see your feet. I'm pretty sure of that. Okay, great. I think that's true. Then I'm not going to wear shoes. <laughs> Good. Ah, hippie lady. Yes. Yeah. That's okay. great. We're, we're going to be playing a game of Pictionary, so just sort of a tune-in for, for 3 o'clock today. We're going to be playing a game of Pictionary. Uh, our executive producer just told us that he... He made a couple tweaks to how you presented sure. it to him, but Great. it's going to be fun. It's going to be good. Have a good time. Yes, and this is coming off of the fact that Steve did a little drawing with the kids over during the pandemic, during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. and I did a little cleaning. Yes. While cleaning, I happened to find my own drawings from 1989. Oh, and Which so is, I, is that what you had yesterday that you showed yes. to the camera? Yes, okay. the one that we thought was like Michael Jackson, but it Which was actually was a lady. just a model. Yeah, oh. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. Um, so I thought it would be fun playing off of that to see who is the superior artist. Now, oh. Dawn, I'm going to show you a couple that I did. I'll show you on our little camera feed here. Okay. Um, this is my uh, kind of my prize drawing. This is Wait the genie oh, from Aladdin. That's really good. I can totally tell that's the genie from Aladdin. Well, thanks, Don. And then you know, this I is just too. I was just getting loose here. Oh my gosh, that's Mickey Mouse, like old school Mickey. It's old school Mickey, yeah. And then this was just a random character that YouTube taught us how to draw, <gasps> just to learn how to draw cartoon characters. Here's the thing. I get it. I had a lot of people this summer reach out to me. A lot of publishers uh, saying that we would love for you to illustrate our series of books. They offered me big deals. Mm -hmm. Very big. But um, I opted to stay. Hmm. Finish what I started. Would you stop being good at things? Can I just ask that, please? It's really getting annoying. Yeah. What? Let's talk about this on Twin Cities Live today because I do want to talk about annoying people not unlike yourself. (laughs) Just are good at everything. Like, oh, he can sing. I'm not good at everything. Oh, he can he sing. Plays he plays guitar. He could go on the road as a comedian right now. Right no, no, now. No. He's super witty and funny. Yep. Guys. Yep. But it's really at... irritating to people no. like Dawn and I who yeah. have to work really hard I, at being <laughs> Yeah, I'm really a jack mediocre. of all trades and a master of nothing. That's mm-hmm. me, though. That's me, too. I just know a little bit about a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Right. You just, Speaking of which, you, can you don't just know enough about anything. With any song I hear you mm. during the <sighs> bumper music, I'm like, oh, are you kidding me? <laughs> this is Jesus. not true. You guys that are really overstating true. this. Yeah, he's um, a good father. Oh, you God. know, okay. You know, the only thing here's a mistake that I made. What we really should have done today, and had I had, you know, this happened so quick, Donna. I didn't think you were going to co-host until. May or mm-hmm. late April or um, no, we're in late April. Um, I thought it was a May date that you were coming in, oh. and so then this happened so quick. Otherwise, Don, what we would have done mm-hmm. was booked you as well to come in and bake, and it would have been wonderful. Oh. We would have oh, had the Don and Steve yeah, show. It's a little synergy thing going on sure. on TV. Yeah, um, it's not too late. Oh sure, it Absolutely. is. You can I can <laughs> come in today, make some Bakewell tarts. Yes, uh, no, we were, it's not possible. Um, well, let's make sure that we get you back on, though, Don. Oh, who who did you work with last time? It was Brittany? Producer Brittany? Did she reach out to you? Yes. Yes, yes. Well, guess uh-huh. what? She's leaving the show. Her last day no, is Monday. No, I just saw her yesterday, and I'm like, we got to spend no, more time that together. Is not I love true. it. That is She's not leaving. acceptable. Monday's no. her last day. Why? 
We got sick of her. Oh my god! <laughs> positive attitude. So, oh my god, she's so great. No, she's my she, favorite. She got a great offer uh, somewhere else to do social media work, and so she's moving into that. So her final show is on Monday. And incidentally, speaking of the uh, not speaking of, I just say it because it's a crutch. Speaking of uh, <laughs> COVID nineteen and pandemic stuff, we actually got together as a Twin Cities live team for the first time in a very long time, and we met outside at. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Urban Growler, which isn't far from where you guys are right now. Not far from the station at all. It's a five-minute drive. I think it's less than two miles. And we all got together and had sort of a send-off happy hour celebration for Brittany. But now you have to, oh, we're going to have to contact somebody else. Gonna, they, they might not like me. No, no, no. They're going to like you. Okay. That's what somebody they else said. They got Lisa still there. Right? There was another guest who was like, are you guys still going to have me on even though Brittany's leaving? We were like, yeah, we'll have you on. We, Can we, I tell we'll, you, Steve, you um, I, and I know we're doing a radio show, but let's talk about your TV show a little I bit more. I love it. Listen, my boss certainly loves it. You're <laughs> um, one of your newest uh, team members who has all the costumes and always dresses for... Kristen Hobrick She's is adorable. She is really great. She's so fun. She was, uh, oh gosh, I forget where she was. Maybe it was Colorado, I believe, um, before this doing reporting, but she's born and raised here in Minnesota, so is her husband. And so when this opportunity became available, they were like, oh my gosh, we can move back home. And then she now um, is reporting for us. She, uh, along with Kelly Hansen, who's been with the show for, geez, a decade now. So it's really, really wonderful when you have two just really strong reporters that you can turn to. But she's crazy. She's not. She has That's costumes. why I like her. She's... She does impressions. She's yes. She is just, because every time we would send her to do a story, we would look at her and say, boy, you're really dressed for the part. So we did a whole story on her closet the other day. Mm -hmm. Oh, cool. I saw the whole thing. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, it was great. So anyway, Twin Cities Live today at 3 o'clock. I know that we And 4. And at 4, yeah. 3 until 4.30. So DVR, the 4 o'clock is a separate show. Set a separate DVR if you're not going to be home for that. Uh, Our Facebook question today is, what would the title of your memoir be? Um, I'd love to hear some people's hmm. answers to that. We'll get into that a little bit later. Some things that make you go, huh, are coming up next on Don and Steve on My Talk. Hey, big shout out to our friends at Chill Boys for sponsoring our podcast. Yes, Chill Boys is local. They make really comfortable and cooling men's underwear. The fabric is breathable and flexible because it's made from bamboo with a little smidge of spandex. And you could get a great deal right now on your first purchase. Yeah, you go to chillboys.com and then use the promo code MYTALK when you're there. What will await you besides a great deal? How about the most comfortable fabric that you will ever put over your nether regions? You need to believe me when I tell you that because it's true. I've tried all sorts of different kinds, including some really big names out there that say we have the most comfortable. Nay, said the horse, you do not. The Chill Boys are so comfortable. They're made of this bamboo fabric, which is just like made up of cumulonimbus clouds. It feels so good. (laughs) It is so cool. And my groin has been super happy with me ever since I made the switch. Good to know. Great for biking, (laughs) hiking, fishing, working out. No wedgies, no chafing, no odor. You guys, you got to try these. Go to chillboys.com. Don't forget to use that promo code MYTALK. Chill Boys, comfort where it counts. Welcome back. Thanks for listening to the Friday edition of the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Let's kick it. You know, Donna and I were just talking during the commercial break. She's uh-huh. one of my closest friends, and we were talking about um, Disney. I remember being at Animal Kingdom in Disney, and if you've been to their Pandora Land, which is based on the movie Avatar, it's really intriguing because at night they've used this special paint on their sidewalks 
it's called bioluminescence. And so things light up at night and it really is just takes on this other life form. And then I saw this volcano this morning and I thought that looks like Disney created it. There's one volcano in the world that does not have red or orange lava. Okay. It's the lava from the Kawa Ijen volcano. It's in Indonesia. It's bright blue. I'm going to spell it for you guys so that you can type it in. K-A-W-A-H Kawa Ijen. I believe it's I-J-E-N. Okay. That should bring up a volcano that has blue lava. And it looks like it would be at Animal Kingdom in Disney. Okay, everybody do this together. K-A-W-A-H-I-J-E-N. Or maybe you could even... Oh, man, that's not bringing me any results. Did you get it? Yes. Oh, yes, Queen. Oh, my gosh, it looks like something from space. Yeah. (gasps) Wait, it looks like... Oh, yeah. You see it, Donna? That's neat. The result from burning sulfur. Is that right? That's what it says in the... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sounds like rotten eggs, but it sure is pretty. When you think sulfur, do you think rotten eggs or do you think yeah. fireworks? Rotten eggs. rotten eggs. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> I might not know what sulfur is. Like a match. That's yeah. sulfur, oh, that's right? better. Yeah. Fireworks. Oh, okay. Okay. When I first uh, started dating Lou, I remember I went to her house the first time and realized that they used matches. They didn't have air freshener. Oh, in the bathroom. <laughs> so in the bathroom, they use matches. So you light the match, blow it out really quick, yeah. and then that smoke smell overtakes. Bathroom yeah, but smell. then everyone knows what you did. That's the thing. But everyone, I know, but everyone knows if it smells too much like air freshener, they kind of know. Yeah, like they we know. have poopery right now. Yeah. It's got a triple That's great. pack. Yeah. Why don't we put that in the public restrooms here? Well, I Expensive. just carry it in my purse. Oh, <gasps> smart, Dawn. Dawn. So what do you do? You put it in the toilet first. Yeah, it creates a seal over the water. I try not to do any of that kind of stuff at work. Here, yeah. Like, so once a year, mm. I'll need it. Oh, yeah, I try to avoid that stuff. Then, yeah, maybe you should give it to me then. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Do you know, my, I have two sets of brothers. This will make you go, huh? Two, two brothers, Josh and Scott, Scooty and Jambi, as they're known. And they both do not ever, ever pass gas in front of their wives. Yeah, that's ever. the way it should be. They've been married for like 15 years. I was with someone for eight years, never did that in front of him one time. Not I, even by accident. Unless I was sleeping and I didn't know. See, oh, I man. feel like I would be living in an oppressive situation if you that would was be. the case. I have a lot of gas, <laughs> but no, I just mean like if I'm, if this is my house, after a while we have to get comfortable enough, not where you're trying to be gross about it and like, you know, crop dust them, but where you just feel like if I need to do this and I'm like, Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Laying on the couch, I don't want to have to stand up and go to the bathroom or just grit through stomach pain. That's outrageous. Yeah, I think that's necessary. <laughs> I used to work with somebody who shall remain nameless. Sus. A female. Oh, Susette. And as we would be getting ready for our program, this person would just be like eating a sandwich. I know and exactly then, who you're talking about. And Me just, too. And just letting one fly, like without even acknowledging it. And I'm like, hi, excuse me. So would you ever turn and say, Marley, I'm here. I'm in the room. <laughs> or like, whoever it is, like I'm making brothers. up a name. Yeah, yeah. and played a lot of Play sports. Hockey. And I'm like, that is not okay. You can't just let stuff fly when I'm sitting like 12 inches from you. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like it was not like nothing, like nothing happened. I'm like, okay, Hi. Hello? Are we talking about this? or? Oh, just... my gosh. I just can't imagine. I, yeah, that's one place I never, I never go like to the bathroom. Or... I cannot stand burping either. Like when people are just like, Ugh. really? You couldn't like maybe try to quiet that a little bit? Maybe they have a condition. Maybe I'm uptight. Yeah. Everybody step <laughs> oh, back. She finally realized oh my it. God. I have this moment. Uh-huh. Oh, Oh, moment um, of self-awareness. Sorry. Okay. I said sus and susette. This ties in. <laughs> the correct word for a female dude is not dudette. Oh. It's dudine. <laughs> okay. Dudes Dudine. and dudines. <laughs> dudine. I want to honor women, so I'm going to call you dudines. Okay, that's fine. Uh, you know the game Pong? Yes. Pong? How do you say that? Pong? Pong. 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 You don't have to emphasize You don't have to be like ponga. Pong. Just pong. <laughs> Just try to get the G out there, but don't force it. Pong was never supposed to be released. A developer at Atari made it during a training exercise, looks like it. But mm-hmm. Atari's founder liked it so much that they decided to take it public. It's such a... It, it's like the beta version of all video mm-hmm. games, right? Where they just figure out graphics. And I have to tell you something weird. So everybody remember Pong. Remember the first Atari video game that you played and how just like rudimentary it all looked. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll be wrapped up in a current modern video game. And then I think, and I'm having such a blast. And then I'll think, even though I've bought into this story because of the graphics and all of it, at its core are just moving progr- like programmed little pieces. Yeah, All the graphics are just, just over pong. top of it. And it's just Pong. And then it makes me feel bad about me being so into it. <laughs> Thanks for listening. I'm trying to figure out what you mean. Like you're just saying it's all the base. It's all coming from the same basic concept. At its most like stripped down form. It's just like little programmed computer pieces. And then they throw graphics on it it and backgrounds. And it makes me feel silly sometimes for being so into it. But I love it. (laughs) Parts of The Lion King and Pocahontas were animated in North Korea. Wow. How about that? Whoa. How does, Is that to whoa. be believed? Kim Jong-un? He let that happen? Or did let they just... Happen.
skip over the border a little bit. I don't think that's easy to do. I think they said that Kim Jong-il, was that the father? Yes. Um, the belief in North Korea is that he played golf one time and his score was 18. He got 18 hole in once. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> I got five. That's funny. That's, that's something someone else I know would probably say. <laughs> Let's talk about body weight next. Okay, Jessica Simpson got rid of her scale. Let's discuss that coming up next. You know, sometimes the hardest part about going to the gym is literally going to the gym. That's where the Y comes in. When you become a YMCA of the North member, you get free access to Virtual Y, five to six live streams daily on fitness, well-being, cooking, and more. Plus, if you join by April 30th, you'll get $0 enrollment and a free personal training session too. Go to ymcanorth.org. Sana and Steve on my talk, 1071. Everything entertainment. You guys weigh yourself often? I currently am weighing myself just about every morning. Wow. But you know, I was trying to track some stuff. Sure. Like weight. Like <laughs> <laughs> Namely, my body weight. That's all my scale currently measures, too. Mm-hmm. Just my weight. Okay. You weigh yourself, Donna? Um, I used to, but I became so obsessed with the number that yeah. I would start to feel really bad about myself. Yeah. Even though my clothes fit okay, and if that number crept up, I... So I haven't weighed myself in nearly probably two years. Oh, the, wow. And Gosh. I have a really nice scale, too. Okay. You know, oh, like, no, I do. about your scale. What do you mean it's really nice? Well, it's nice. Like, you you step on it, and... Does it tell you your weight? It tells you your weight. No! Amazing. So you hang on. And then it tells you your body fat based on whatever numbers it's doing because you put in your height and all that stuff. And I just look at it and I go, not today, Satan. (laughs) And I've been doing that for almost two years. And since the pandemic, I haven't gained any weight as far as I can tell from the way my clothes fit me. And that's a really good barometer, too. I mean, if you haven't gained any weight during the pandemic, congratulations, because you're the only one. Well, I think I, I, I may have. Like, things may have gotten snug, but then I, I tweaked a few things, and I went, you know, I just, even when I go to the doctor, you guys, I turn around so I can't see the number, and I ask them not to say it out loud. Now, that is pretty extreme, because I would like, maybe, I get I get not doing it every day, and I and people do, we obsess with the scale, um, and we went years without having a scale, so I hear you. But now that we have one and we're trying to do stuff, my wife is like doing a challenge right now. So she's on it every morning. I'm on it every morning. Um, But like if you did every Monday, like a once a week, so it's less obsessive about, because you know your water weight can go up. You eat one thing that holds more water, that inflames, and you're up two and a half pounds or three pounds in a day. You can gain up to five pounds a day. A day. Mm -hmm. A day by the end of the day. It's just... You know, crazy. It's really. And you always have to weigh yourself at the same time. Yes, in so the morning. An measure without clothes on. Without clothes on, and I do it after I <laughs> Wait, pee. I'll but even once take I have earrings off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, this is not <laughs> my glasses. Yeah, yep, everything. Dawn, do you? How often do you? Uh, well, because I'm on the Livia program, right. I kind of have to. You have to do weigh-ins. I have to, yeah. Um. Uh, so I do it once a week. You know. That's great. That's really yeah, healthy. And and uh, when you start doing it more than that. It's just kind of, mm, it just depends on what type of person you are. It might motivate you, 
but you can go up and down that much, and it can be really discouraging. So, how about this? If you if you ladies would give me uh, ninety seconds, you can set the table for what Jessica Simpson is doing. I'm going to go weigh myself. It's right behind this door behind me. Mm-hmm. I just weighed myself this morning. So I here's how what I do, and we'll show how much weight I've already gained today okay. in, in like three Have hours. You eaten? I have had, um, yes, I had Greek yogurt, a piece of toast, and a protein shake. I've also had two cups of coffee. Oh, yes. So what I do is I wake up and I pee, trying to get rid of that water weight, and then I step on the scale. (laughs) Yes. And so every day it's pee and then that, so it's an equal measurement. Let's see how much weight I've gained just in the last three hours. Okay, great. That's fun, and we'll tell them about the Jessica story. Yeah, so Jessica Simpson um, threw her scale away. Because she said it was as useless as, or as useful as a Ouija board in church. She said, I have no idea how much I weigh. I just want to be able to feel good and zip my pants up. She said, if I don't, I have another size. I have every size. I've really tried my hardest not to let that define me. That is so good. I mean, good for her. Well, and she's also a public person who... People, People have, have commented. Yes. I can tell you, you've seen her in person. Have you? Yes. Okay. Yes. I have two. She is so She's darn short. Yeah. She's like five foot one. And depending on, I remember um, she was at a concert we were doing in Texas and People were really critical of um, her high-waisted jeans, and she has large boobies. Yep. And so it did wasn't the best outfit for her because right. she has a very short waist. And I just felt so bad because she probably weighed less than all of us. Right. But people were commenting about it, like, "Oh, she looks chunky." It's and like, it's like, "Oh my god, leave just, her alone." She's like 120 pounds. Leave her alone. Right. And when you're short and you gain four pounds, yeah, it's more noticeable than if you're. 510 and gain 15 pounds exactly you know so mm-hmm. i just thought that was interesting and inspiring at the same time yes steve you're back hey back. steve hey guys it's good to be back uh so this morning at around 6 30 i weighed in at 195.8 pounds uh-huh. 195.8 okay. 195.8 and now bear in mind all i did was have breakfast like greek yogurt and raspberries okay one piece of toast Two cups of coffee and a protein shake, but it was just like in an eight ounce glass. And that was over the span of the last three hours. Here's why weighing yourself at the same time every day matters. I currently weigh 198 pounds. That's 2.2 pounds. Yes. Just from living in my life. In three hours. Yep. In yep. Three hours. At this rate, by the end of the day today, <laughs> they're going to be getting me out of here with a forklift. Yeah. Yeah. It's just something to keep in mind. Just don't focus on this. Why scale. don't we weigh each other? for Twin Cities Live today. A little host chat. Oh my we could get God. like a grocery scale. I could sit you up there you in that what? bowl. You know what? At the age I'm at, I'm pretty close to not caring, but not quite there <laughs> no, yet. No. Oh boy. I, you know what I mean? Because sure. I just assume not everybody weighs 120 pounds. Right. Right? That's exactly right. And I am well, among them. And there's all sorts of different weights that you can be really healthy at. Yeah. That you can be active at. You can mm-hmm. work out quite a bit with uh, weights that put a little muscle know. on. Yeah. L- yeah. And muscle weighs more than that. I always. We all tell ourselves that, right? When you get on the scale and you're up, it's because I'm lifting. <laughs> yeah. I did, I did oh, buys totally. and tries yesterday. <laughs> totally. Uh, well, speaking of being at different weights and active, there's an interesting story. It's kind of an old story slash new story with an update. Chris Farley, the wonderful comedian who died, I believe, at the age of 33, as part yeah. of the 33 Club. Uh, of course, he was 
big boned, as you would put it back then. Mm -hmm. And there was that sketch on SNL where he he did a bunch where he joked about where he or they, however you want to look at it, joked about his weight. Think fat guy in a little coat. Mm -hmm. But he was a Chippen, at a Chippendales audition. <laughs> opposite Patrick Swayze. Patrick Swayze. Ah, and it was so a good. really, it came together really funny because it's great. Chris Farley just really commits. He has his shirt off. Patrick Swayze has his shirt off. They're both wearing the bow tie. Swayze, of course, is just crushing it. And the mullet, his hair is so fluffy <laughs> and beautiful. Feathered, fluffy, just yes. Just like in Roadhouse, every scene, even though he's fighting, it's perfect. So this was back in uh, 1990 when this sketch happened. And over the years, people have criticized um, some folks that have been connected with Saturday Night Live at the time that that sketch was on, saying that as funny as it was, you know, it, it had its drawbacks and made Chris feel a certain way about himself and about his body. Chris Rock, fellow comedian, just recently said, quote, as funny as that sketch was and as many accolades as he got for it, it's one of the things that killed him. It really is. It was a weird moment in Chris's life. Oh. Now, meanwhile, SNL writer Robert Smigel defends the sketch, saying, quote, what was amazing about that sketch and what people forget is that Farley was incredibly nimble. He was an athlete and he danced incredibly well. He had this fantastic energy and in a way it was very empowering, the sketch. And I think that's what people felt the first time they watched it. Like, look at this guy go and be completely proud, unashamed and just going for it. May I say something? Yes, because I have questions. And okay. maybe you'll answer them. I think that, and, and I'm not here to poo-poo the sketch, right? I mean, like, they're all adults. They all sign off on it. They did it. And sometimes, love it or loathe it, people will cast bigger framed people to be kind of that person and mm -hmm. then to act a certain way. Um, so I'm not acting like Chris Farley did something against his will, but I appreciate what Chris Rock is saying that that maybe that didn't make him feel good about himself moving okay, forward. Maybe so that's it, what was my question: like mentally killed him, or or? I th well, I think what they're they're suggesting that it was sort of a tipping point for him of just lean into this. You don't have to care about your health. You can just be, for lack of a better term, just the fat funny guy, mm. and you can totally lean into that. And um, and then things maybe got more and more out of control. But Robert Smigel, I mean. <sighs> You know what? What's the old? What's the the saying? Don't spit on me and tell me that it's raining, or is it different? Anyway, my Ooh. point is this: Let's not go back and say, let's not go back in time and say like this was really initially an empowering sketch. It wasn't. It was that we were laughing at his big body next to Patrick Swayze's supercut body, mm -hmm. and you were laughing at the absurdity of that. And Chris Farley could make you laugh with just about anything. Mm -hmm. But you know, I don't think that Robert Smigel needs to try to pull the wool over our eyes and say it was actually an empowering sketch and people felt empowered no we were all laughing yeah. but you can feel empowered in your body look at someone like no, Lizzo, you can. right i'm just saying that wasn't his intent mm. i absolutely believe that you can i'm talking just to the comedy writer saying i think that people initially felt empowered when they oh. watched that oh, okay. i think he's trying to put a 2021 version on a 1990 sketch yeah, sure I don't know. okay but yes you're right you certainly can donna to your point yeah, because it makes other people feel like I don't have to be ashamed of who I am or where I'm at at this point in my life, getting back to the scale. Mm -hmm. um, if you feel good and you're healthy, and I think that's the point, is he wasn't healthy. He wasn't right. living a healthy lifestyle. He was doing drugs. Yes. He was drinking too much. It wasn't just the food. It was also all the other things that are bad for you. 
By the way, when Chris Farley did that sketch with Patrick Swayze, um, I believe he would have just been 26 years old. Wow. At the oh time. my gosh. Because he died seven years later yeah. in 97 at the age of 33. Wow. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? See, and then I think of, of the uh, the van by down by the river. Uh-huh. Gosh, um, so funny. So funny. I thought initially that you were talking about the physicality of the sketch was... Oh, physically demanding and yes. a heart attack or something? Yes. Oh. No. And like maybe it was just like not good for him. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. No, yeah, they just say that it pushed Chris Farley into not caring about his body, not caring about his because health. Because he could still be successful and funny and exactly. loved. Yes. yes. Got it. Wow. Remember Jonah Hill? He lost some weight, then he put some yeah. weight back on. And and then he was sort of irritated that so many people were talking to him about his weight. And then mm-hmm. there were people online that were saying, you know, are we still going to think Jonah Hill is as funny when he's down 100 pounds? That and he's like, what awful. the heck? I yeah. hate that. I yeah. mean, let people, it's their body. What are you talking about that you're not going to like him as much? I, I liked you better when you were fat. Okay, well, I'm glad that you can go to sleep tonight. And- <laughs> Chuckle right. about my fat performance, but I live in this body. So right. oh, you were funnier when you were fat. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Alrighty then. Uh, we gotta go. Oh. Who uh. did that line, Donna? Name the comedian who made that line famous. Alrighty then. Yes. Oh, Jim Carrey. Good job, Good. Donna. Don's boyfriend. Don loves Jim Carrey. Do you know that? I did not know that. Yeah, I do. Favorite movie, Jim Carrey. I mean, Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. Gotta do Dumb and Dumber. I need to watch that sometime. I think um, you would really enjoy it. Hold it's on been a, a decade since I've watched You've it. You've watched it before, though, right? Yeah, but I did. I At the time, I really hated slapstick and, and goofy, like, funny movies. I think I could go back with a new appreciation today. Yeah. My wife didn't like Will Ferrell until Elf. <laughs> my wife didn't like Jack Black until plug your ears Dawn until the holiday and then be, sometimes you just need one performance where you see someone in a different way and then you can retrospectively go back view their old stuff again and have a new appreciation sure. for it sure mm. yeah that's a crack of beer kind of a movie Donna crack a beer okay. on a Saturday afternoon yeah, I can go for a beer that it's sounds fun alright it's fun will do I'll get back to you guys by the way people are still uh, not happy with Nicole Kidman for not looking like Lucille Ball there are some even newer pictures that have surfaced uh, I will link this up for everybody at mytalk1071.com tell you about the fans and what they're saying when we come right back and see something say something on my talk you know how it goes. You tell yourself you're going to work out, but then one thing turns into another, and suddenly it's bedtime. My recommendation? Join the Y. Right now, they're giving new members a free in-person or virtual personal training session. You know, someone to give you encouragement, consistency, and a plan to meet your fitness goals. And you'll also get $0 enrollment if you join by April 15th. Do it. Go to ymcanorth.org. To the Donna and Steve Show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. 
foot kicking. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. All right, I would like to say everyone should just leave Nicole Kidman alone. Yes, it's not her fault. You started this. I was just telling you what people were saying. You incited a, you were the spark. We are the wildfire. Rude. Nicole Kidman is going to be playing Lucille Ball in a new movie. It's a biopic called Being the Ricardos. Javier Bardem is going to play Ricky Ricardo. And so as pictures have been coming, slowly trickling onto the Internet, people are just not having it. Like, don't get mad at her for taking a role of a lifetime. Right? It's not her fault. And it's a drama about their life, not about the Lucy show. And uh, it's not, it's also not um, a costume contest to see who looks the most, the most like, like her. Right. Her. How many, as far as the Deborah Messing thing goes, yes. because she looks just like her. Yeah. Just like her. We know. How yeah. many dramatic roles, how many Oscars Thank have you, you seen Deborah Messing? nominated for i'm not saying she's a bad actress she's super funny yes but apparently this role is just you you need someone like nicole kidman who can channel give the behind the scenes and her own daughter has approved nicole kidman she's involved in the project wait yes deborah messing's daughter no No. lucy Oh, Lucille. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lucy Arnaz. Yes, yes, yes. Lucy Arnaz. Right. And who says it's going to be great. It's not about I love Lucy. It's about my parents. Right. Right. Gotcha. This is an Aaron Sorkin thing, too. So I will link up some of the pictures. Have you seen the most recent pictures of her? There's a side by side. I saw the one of her posted by Hollywood Life on Twitter of Nicole Kidman as Lucille Ball. That one, actually, she looks more like Lucy. Yeah. They say, look, uh, she's a spitting image. Yeah, the Twitter one. That's what I'm talking about. Oh. And also, she has, her eyes are closer together. She's never going to have those huge eyes. Right. You can make them look bigger, and drag queens do this, but it's also not a drag performance. So they don't want it to look unnatural. You know know what I mean? Yes, absolutely. So let's all just leave it alone. I have faith in Nicole. Think it's going to be fine. Yeah. Thank you. You think she's going to mimic her voice? Maybe. Maybe a little bit. How yeah. did she talk outside of the show? Hey, it's me, Lucy Ball. Or, well, never mind. <laughs> Hi, I'm Lucy. I think she was a little hoarse. I think she had like a horse voice. You. Oh. You know, like H-O-A-R-S-E. I thought you were calling her a little horse. I was like, what are we doing? What are we... Anyway, that's what I have to say. Now, what do you have to say about seeing something? I saw something. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's fun when a celebrity buys a house. It's not every day that you see a celebrity buy a house right beside the house that they just bought. Oh, oh, that. Oh, oh, well, they're going to combine the two. Rihanna, Rihanna <gasps> has uh, started a essentially a compound. Oh, she bought a house. Oh, don't look at the link. I yeah, linked up to the wrong, wrong thing. thing. That's something to a Kardashian. That's fun. <laughs> house next to house. She bought a house, and then not long after that, she bought another house, which now totals her total living space is going to be, oh goodness, I believe 11,000 square feet, 
She dropped ten million dollars for this secondary property that will be right next door to her thirteen point eight million dollar property. You see people do this sometimes. They buy both lots. Yes, maybe she'll they don't knock want the house any down. neighbors. Yes, maybe she'll knock that house down. Uh, or maybe she'll have her mom move in. Or maybe she'll have a t- tunnel connecting. Yeah, the two houses. And she'll get married, uh, and everybody gets their own house. Wouldn't that be great? Wouldn't that be great to be married and just not have to live with your husband? You're never going to convince. Well, you won't convince me of it. You're certainly not going to convince Don, who falls asleep holding hands with MC. <laughs> no. This is going to be a tough sell. No. Yeah, I, I like him. I like the idea of, you know, separate. I like if each person had a separate room, you know, like a she cave and a he cave. Yeah. I think that that's fun. Like you, know, you could if you be have... in the garage and I can have the living room. Okay. <laughs> Donna. That's a little weird, but... No. What would be your dream room? Now, Brianna can do whatever she wants at these homes. Good for her. A total of nearly $24 million now spent on the two of these houses. Um, is there a dream room that you would put in your house? Like a library with a big cozy chair, like a reading room yeah. with fluffy chairs and an let's see let's throw in a fireplace yes beautiful lighting yes yes cozy like a room that's hugging you and you're like oh i'd really be torn between a library which i've always thought would be lovely if how much more would you read if there was a room that was totally built for reading i couldn't say for sure okay you got to keep the tv out of there that's the key that's the key i was gonna say i also the other room i would really like is a very cool media room where it's like a big huge oversized cozy sectional killer lighting a killer all wall feature wall with a fireplace there and then i want like a 120 inch screen on that wall that's nice and then you turn it on by the way this soundbar situation that i got for the basement now our basement is a toy box it's just there is no that we have no design for it there's a TV down there, and the rest, it's just a toy box, but there are a couple couches. So we like to go down there and watch movies. But man, this bass, Donna, she thumps. I wonder if it's too much bass. Mm, it's all about the bass. It's all about the bass. How about that song? I never liked that song. Oh, I've oh been, it's so catchy. It's such an earworm. That doesn't mean that it's good. Oh. But, you know, it's subjective, right? I sure. never really got into any of Megan Trainor's songs. You don't like Taylor Swift. It's not that I don't like Taylor Swift. I just give you a hard time for being the drunk mom at the concert who's like trying to make friends with the 10th graders. And they're like, who is this lady? Yeah, but I am sorry to report that (laughs) Taylor (laughs) is in her 30s. She's not like, she's not the little 14-year-old who was singing to the 14-year-olds because the 14-year-olds are now in their 30s. Thank you. Bye, Dawn. Bye. Oh, hey, Dawn. We'll miss you. Thank you for oh, doing the... Oh, I'll see you um, Monday. We'll be here. Monday. Okay, great. Bye. Okay, right. bye-bye. Then uh, Grant will come back with a dirt alert. Hey, more on uh, Maroon 5's manager, who he was and how he died, because they're naming their next album after him. We'll tell you about that and the latest on Gaga's Dog Nappers, all coming up next in the B.